Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome, everybody, to the ninth episode of the Phone Buzz Podcast, recorded October 22nd of 2019. This is a show brought to you by three guys who sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast for all the latest news and extra content from the show. My name is Evan Krause, and I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How you doing? Not too bad. What about yourself? Pretty good. Chilling? Chilling. And, you know, Christian Crawford, as always. Hey, what up, boy? What it do, big boy? It's going good, going good. Just got off work, as always, per usual, but uh, we're Same. here. We're ready to go. Refresh. Let's do it. We've made it. We made it. You got any uh, juicy stories this week? Ooh, I do. So I kind of uh, mentioned it last week, but I actually had the chance to go to Las Vegas on behalf yes. of our employer that we yes. allude to throughout the show. And it was really cool. I got to speak on behalf of um, the time myself and my roommate spent at St. Jude. Um, so we actually got to speak at this big old conference in front of just a bunch of leaders from the company. Uh, it was a really cool event. And probably the coolest thing that relates to this podcast, though, is uh, the second day that we were there, there was a big old vendor show in like this huge conference room. So basically every product from every company that we sell was represented there, even stuff like TP-Link and TrackPhone. <laughs> they, still, they still had a booth there. Uh, no, it was really cool though. Um, we got to see a bunch of products that um, are pretty much like the top fresh of the lineup. Um, one of the coolest things is the Pixel was announced like two days before we got there. And so they actually had the Pixel 4 on display ah, there. Yeah. And I could talk about it because it was already announced. Um, but yeah, they had like a big old wall of Pixel 4s. I might post the picture from the event on it. Um, you should. It was really cool. Yeah, they had like the new orange color, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Evan's favorite. They had the new white color, the penguin. Uh, penguin? The pink. Yeah, because it's got Ooh. an orange little button on it. Oh. Yeah, it's not a panda. It's a penguin. panda. Oh, it was a panda. I like that. Yeah. And they also had the glossy black, which whatever, gross. gross. Um, <laughs> no, that was, that was really cool. Uh, they also have the Galaxy Fold, which I had not seen before. Apparently, a Samsung rep brought it in the store and like Evan showed people. It. Evan I, saw it. Did, I, did you see it? No. Nope. I'm still waiting on my day to see it. It was super cool. Um, I, I took a video of it. Um, I'll talk about my impressions in a little bit. But um, yeah, it was, it was a really cool event. Like I said, every company that we sell was pretty much at the event. So got to meet a lot of cool people, talk about a lot of cool products, and uh, talk trash on some products that weren't so cool. But uh, Like to the vendor's face? I mean, I didn't talk trash to them, but I was asking questions a little bit. Like backhanded questions? Like, uh, for instance... <laughs> Why doesn't this do this? Pretty much. Like, I talked to the Nokia vendor a little bit, and uh, again, I'm, I'm always I'm always very polite to them. They have some good phones, but they're just not priced correctly. And so I was asking questions about the uh, the Nokia 9 Pure Review, uh, which I actually had for a little bit, because that's way overpriced. It's like 700 bucks. You should have asked why they made that camera look like a spider. That's the same one, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But uh, but no, overall, the event was a lot of fun. Got to meet a lot of cool people. Got to hang out in Vegas for a little bit. And uh, yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll talk a, lot, a little bit about my impressions when we talk about the Pixel, but uh, that's all I got there. Zach? Uh, I mean, I, would, I don't really have much. I spent most of the last two weeks on PTO myself, so I don't have much inside of work. And then outside of work, probably nothing i need to talk about <laughs> yeah we are still pg-13 yeah we're, we're still towing that line but we're still pg-13 <laughs> well um, should, I, uh, should we talk about tonight a little bit tonight's fun yes. customer escapades yeah yes. go into it man all right I'm without <laughs> without being a negative nelly but still being a negative nelly what happened so <laughs> it was five minutes till close uh, usually our lights turn off, what, about 10 minutes before? Mm-hmm. About 10 it's minutes. like 10 to 15. 10 yeah. to 15 it's before. It's earlier and earlier. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. I noticed that. But yeah, pitch black. I mean, not pitch black, but I mean, it was dark. All the lights were off. Um, and here comes a uh, elderly person, and I'm assuming her son. They came in, and they're like, hey. Uh, they went up to our, our AP, and they were like, hey, we um, we logged out of iTunes, and we can't get back in. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not a problem. I can help you guys over here. So we went over to our department, and I was like, oh, uh, okay, well, we're locked out of the whole whole uh, tablet. I'm going to have to <laughs> reset the whole thing. I was like, it's probably going to take like 40, mi- 40 minutes, 40, 45 minutes. And they're like, well, are you going to be okay to stay? And I, I was like, uh, I want to be like, nope, that's not what I meant. Um, well, let's not stay. It's, it's now two minutes before we're supposed to close. I don't want to do this. But ended up taking it back. Luckily, it only took like 15 minutes, so it wasn't too bad. 
Um, but that was like, that was just kind of a, a jab. I was like, today was not the greatest. Yeah, because you had a, a, a stream of customers before that just kind of like <sighs> tested your patience a little bit. I mean, bit. it was like the most rude people I think I've dealt with yeah. in my history working there, all kind of bunched together. So that's, that's always how it happens. Fun. Yeah, it's always yeah. how it happens. But we chilling now. I mean, they, like I said, they were they were nice enough people, but they were just like unaware, or just like in, oblivious to the fact that people don't want to stay forty minutes after yeah. to, to fix a problem. They could have come in like an hour beforehand, right. at minimum, and taken care of. It was one of those things where if it would have taken long enough, I probably would have just let it do it overnight and then hadn't come back in the morning. Right, but. Yeah, I mean, at the same token, though, um, while Evan was helping that customer, I had a a lady come in, and she was like almost to the point of tears because her S six would not charge; it would not plug in and charge anything. We tried to use a wireless charger; it would not charge anything, and so like the phone was dying; it was on its last leg. And uh, she brought it over to the mobile section, and we're trying everything we can to get it to work, and it just won't charge. And she's on like two percent left on like ultra power saving mode; like lights are going out, this thing's dying. And uh, I was like, "Well, what carrier are you on?" She's like, well, I'm on Verizon. I was like, is it a business account? She's like, no. I was like, okay, well, we can actually take care of it here. Like, let's get you a phone tonight if you want to. And that way you walk out with something working. And um, it took us about 10 minutes to actually get into the um, the account because she didn't know the PIN code. She had to call her, her dad. Um, but it, it was one of those situations where I was okay staying after and helping her. Because she was, she like needed a phone. She was at the point of, you know, almost crying because like she could not get her phone to work and like it was, it was devastating her. So it always reminds me that like, yeah, sometimes it sucks when people come in late, but sometimes we are literally their last hope and it's always, it's always feels good to help those kinds of people. See, yeah, I, I get that. But I mean, to an extent, it, it like all, all means. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> to all means, like it's, it's definitely nice helping those kind of people, but then like the people that it doesn't need to be urgent. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of those are the customers. And that was like, eh, and that was the difference. Is like she was really nice. She was kind of apologetic. She's like, "Hey, I know you're supposed to leave in five minutes." And those kinds of people, I have no problem helping. But if it's something they could have come in way earlier and taken care of, that's completely different. Another thing is like in the instance with what you were doing, since it wasn't really um, you got lucky and didn't have like any errors or anything like that. That's right. a process that can take like five minutes, yep, exactly. if that, because she didn't. Uh, have to transfer anything regardless my thing can take anywhere from like it could be a ballpark of five minutes like five (laughs) hours so you kind of just are you're in a weird limbo also i saw her before i left writing down all of her contacts on sticky notes she had like 12 sticky notes sitting out on the table as she was like frantically writing down these contacts yeah she was she was (laughs) scribbling them down because uh, i tried to give her the department phone to like take pictures of the contacts for but her screen was way too dim and it would not like it just would not pick up the the numbers excuse me and so i was like yeah i just gotta like write down as many numbers as possible and uh, luckily she got all the all of her family members and was able to get it um samsung's ultra power saving mode is actually pretty baller like it was on one percent for probably 20 minutes it was Damn. pretty impressive but um balling out balling out yeah now um kind of getting back into our topics here yeah yeah let's, let's, let's to, get uh, let, let's hold up real hold quick. up uh, i just want to do a quick disclaimer well not disclaimer but like we hinted a lot last episode about doing the Apple smartwatch versus any other smartwatch, but the Apple Watch being superior. Oh, yes. Uh, we all <laughs> had a crazy week, including Christian. Yep, yep. Uh, so we're actually going to prolong that another episode so we can actually give you guys a good argument that uh, yes. uh, can be something you guys actually want to listen to besides a quick segment before we right. get into what we're going to do today. Good point. Yep. Yep. Good point. Good point. Back to where I was going. Um, hey. Someone out of the three owes two of us lunch i um, wonder who Christian. that someone is <laughs> it's not lunch? me it's not me god damn it zach <laughs> so uh, if you uh if you don't know what we're talking about you're gonna have to allude, allude to a couple episodes back what episode was it five no uh, yep i think it was five sure. yeah. i think it was five yeah um we talked about what the pixel prices might be and now that they're out uh christian lost i did lose i will take that l humbly it'll be the only l i'll ever take on this show swear to god yikes <laughs> Um, but yeah, so in, in that episode, we had predicted what we thought the Pixel 4 prices were going to be, and the, the results from that are as follows. Zach predicted it would be $715 for the 4, $815 for the 4XL. Evan predicted $799 for the 4, $899 for the 4XL. I predicted 820 Hold up, that can't be right. 
Zach, I think Zach said 8.15 and yeah. 9.15. Okay, my bad. Zach said 8.15, 9.15. No, 7.15, 8.15. What? Yeah. How's that? Oh, wait, no. Yeah, no, because you was yeah. right in the middle. Yeah, okay. I was, yeah. All yeah, right, let's, right. okay. Let, just let go me back just, and listen boop, to that boop, boop, boop. All right, <laughs> Zach said 8.15 and 9.15. Evan said 7.99 and 8.99. Um, I still got that wrong. Christians, myself, I said 8.25 and 9.25. So I was the most wrong I owe these two buffoons some lunch, but I also get to pick where we're going. So I feel like, I feel like I should win something because I was on the dot, like extra than no, lunch. no, oh, okay, no, <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I said before we even did the bet that they were gonna say the same price, and then you let it and you stole my answer because you thought you your noodle head. I said it first. Was a hundred dollars less, and you ended up getting the same price. Well, okay. No, he is correct. I did go back and listen to the episode. Zach did originally say that. Yeah, what are you doing, Evan? You're wrong here. As Zach did originally say that, and we felt kind of bad because we were dogging on Evan per usual, and uh, we let him take the first guess. Yeah. So you don't get anything extra. I still win. He's still mm, all that I matters. Think he does I think he does take the dub? All that this. matters is yeah. um, Christian lost. Let's just be honest. I, I did lose. I did. I thought it'd be more expensive. I thought they would go further. You know, stick their head further up their ass and uh, <laughs> make the prices higher because that's what Yikes. Google does. Well, I've got some opinions on this phone, man. Google is not going to be a sponsor. <laughs> nah, probably not. I mean, if they make a good phone, they will be. Oh, yikes. Nah, All I'm right, just well, They make some decent products. But, with that yeah. straight jab to the Pixel 4, why don't <laughs> I'm ready. Get Let's, in. Just Let's get dig in. into this. All right, so uh, Pixel 4 and 4XL reviews are in. Um, if you this episode is going to be released this Friday, we recorded on the 22nd, but it'll be released this Friday, which is the launch date of the phone. So by that time, some of you might have it in your hands. There's no doubt that you've seen some videos on it. So we're just going to kind of, you know, gather all of those opinions, all of the reviews that we've seen, including our own hands-on experience. Um, and I've got some notes here for you. So we're going to divide it up in two sections. The first one's going to be glaring misses. These are the things that are just wrong or bad about the Pixel 4, or just like some boneheaded move. Um, so let's get right into it. So first and foremost, the one you've probably heard the most about, Google said that tele... This is them on stage. Google said telephoto is more important than the wide-angle lens and that people prefer it. They said, quote, while wide-angle may be fun, we think telephoto is more important. That's what they said, straight up. This is what us Missourians call a big oof. Big oof, big ope. Oop. Oop. <laughs> oop. Big old ope right there. Now that's bad. That's very inaccurate. I feel like, especially in the job that we work at, a lot of people ask to look at like the, the wide angle lens and it's like asking more about the wide angle lens. No one yeah. cares about a two times zoom. Pfft. Yeah. That ain't nothing. Wide angle still has that kind of wow factor because it's not like the iPhones just adopted it this year and so did the Samsung. So there's still some like newness to the feature. And so if you're showing somebody a phone, that'll instantly get that wow factor and they'll instantly kind of be in on it. Mm -hmm. And for the Pixel to not have that is a huge miss in my opinion. I would definitely agree with that. I just think it's of all things they could have put, especially with the trend going with like the three camera setup, mm -hmm. they would only put those two. I don't know. Right. And when I was in uh, when I was in Vegas, I, I, I try, I'm trying to take pictures more when I go places and do things because like I used to not do that. And okay, to their credit, whenever I was on the Vegas Strip, I was actually using the telephoto lens quite a bit and like zooming in on stuff, and it looked pretty good. Um, so they've they've got a point. It's like I found myself using the telephoto more, but I still think the wide angle has more like mass appeal to it, and I still mm -hmm. think the wide angle would still be a better way to go, especially because the Pixel phones actually have really really good zoom, like digital zoom, even if they're not using like an optical optical lens. Um, so yeah, that was one of the, my big learning misses. Um, the second one is Google is no longer offering free unlimited storage for Pixel owners. So in the one, mm. two, and three, they used to give you unlimited original quality. So whatever quality the camera is, it would be uploaded. They are no longer doing that. Why? Uh, that's a good question. And it's especially bad because the phones start with 64 or 128 gigs. That's it. Can't get any higher. No SD card storage. No unlimited Google photo storage. That's it. They're just, I feel like they're just shooting themselves in the foot here. And in order to repair that wound in the foot, they are offering people, well, they're not offering, they want you to move to their Google One services, which basically supplements that. I should have written down some prices for it, but I didn't. But uh, yeah, they want people to move to that unlimited storage with Google One. So you have to pay for it. Yep. So you're going to drop $800 and now, oh, guess what? 
you also have to pay for this to get what you want. Yep. And it's only Sweet. 64 gigs out of the box. Sweet. Yep, so that was one in a long line of things that upset me. Um, the second one is the battery life is oh. just awful on I've the heard, four. It, what it's like, isn't like the four 2,500, 2,800? 2,800 milliamp hours, yep. That's yeah. And then the XL is only 3,700. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculously low. Yeah, crazy low. Especially considering the phone has a 90 hertz refresh display. Yeah. It can't. It yeah. dumbs itself down, yeah. too. But when it dumbs itself down, it never, like... The, the phone decides whether that it's needed to be used or not. Not you. Yep. Um, so that's one thing, too, where it dumps itself down to 60 hertz, and when you're using it a lot, it's still actually... Because basically, it's if you don't use it that often, it dumps it down to 60 hertz to save battery. If you're on it a lot, it's supposed to raise up to 90 hertz, and it doesn't. It just yeah. doesn't do it. Yeah, so I, I think one of the things is you're alluding to the, the video I told everyone to watch, the Marquis mm, Brown. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So he, one of the things that he talked about when, when he used it for, what, three to three to four days um, was is it what it's supposed to do is when you're not doing, like, things where, like, scrolling or where it really is necessary for that 90 hertz to, to make a difference, it drops down to 60. But when you're starting to do, like, tasks and stuff like that and scrolling, it jumps up to 90. Yep. But he noticed that it wasn't, it didn't really know when it. to jump. And so for a lot of it, it was at 60, yep. which I feel like for this phone, that just can't happen. We just can't have stuff like that happen nowadays where this is a key feature of this phone. Yep. Yep. It's supposed to be able to do this 90 hertz refresh rate, and it's not even doing it, or at least well. Yeah, just, and another thing you mentioned on that video too was you can go into developer options and force override 90 hertz on all the things, which... First of all, you should not have to do that to take, like right. you said, to take advantage of a, like a marquee feature on the phone. That's ridiculous. It's supposed to be built with that. Like, why do you have to do an extra step? To and get and that? part of that, part of that too, is because the like with any feature of it on any new phone, apps have to support it. So if you're using any native Google apps, of course it's going to support mm-hmm. it. But if you're using things like Snapchat, Snapchat still does not support 90 hertz. And I say that. From experience on my OnePlus 7 Pro, it still does not use 60 hertz, or excuse me, 90 hertz, and you can tell. It's mm-hmm. painfully obvious. Uh, so yeah, there's still a lot of apps out there that do not even utilize it. Yeah. Um, going on from that, uh, okay, so the, the battery life is awful. Um, we've got a source here from Droid Life, and they gave a bunch of uh, a bunch of statistics on their usage, and they basically found that they could get three to four hours screen time max. With the four, and that is on a so fresh battery. That's not even like a couple months after usage. That's fresh, which means like if if you're going to be using that phone for a couple months, you're going to have to be charging it twice, if not three times a day, which is ridiculous. That's insane. That's just yeah. not. That's that's not. Ah, that's not okay in <laughs> it's 2019. It's a huge miss. It's a huge miss. I that's cannot so bad. understand that. Also sucking up the battery is the long-awaited Project Soli, which we talked about in the first episode. Um, on the phone, it's actually called Motion Sense. Is like the detailed feature. It's like their their name of the feature. Um, okay, so on the I've actually got this in both sections. I've got Project Soli in the misses and in the Good Guy Google section. Um, for the for the glaring misses, air gestures are awful. Have you guys seen videos of those? I've heard that like it doesn't work as well as it, like you have to like train train it or something like that. It's trash. It's I don't think it's the fact that you have to train it. You have to you have to train yourself to it. That's <laughs> how right. To use That's it. right. Yeah. Um. And yeah, basically, it's like it, it makes a weird cone around you, and like you have to basically from like everything I've seen so far, because I mean, our we have a demo at our work too, mm-hmm. and but of course it's a demo, so it blocks all that stuff out. Um. But from what I've seen, is like the natural. F- like natural function of your hand is just to like move across the screen. Yep. You have to do like a weird like flick in order to do it. Yeah. Uh, so it's like it's not like a it's not a natural movement. So a you have to train yourself how to do the flick, and you have to do it at like a certain distance away. Yep. So I I mean I myself I loved it. I like loved the what it could have been, mm-hmm. and then hated the result. Yeah. I, and I'll get more into my my story a little bit later <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to dig into zach's thoughts quite a bit on this um whenever i first because i like i said i got i got a chance to use it hands-on at the expo which is really cool i'm glad i got a, got to do that uh, but the the google rep he put the phone in front of me because first thing i said i was like i want to see this thing like i walked straight into the google center i was like i gotta see this thing and he showed me the air gestures because he assumed i didn't know anything about it i was like oh that's really cool 
And so I tried to use it and worked the first time. Did not work the second time. I, I tried it the third time and it worked, and it did not work past that. <laughs> so what, what I, like 15, 15% success rate? If that, which Damn. is pretty consistent with what the reviewers have said. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if it was like a full arm movement was a problem. I was trying to like, I was trying to mimic him because he could do it every time exactly. Did not work with me. I don't know if I was too high or too low. I didn't know if I was flicking it the wrong way. That's what she too said. Too fast, too slow. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then yeah, the, the other thing too is there was no there was no directions on what I was doing wrong, which is another thing that a bunch of reviewers have noted. It wasn't telling me like, hey, you're too far away, you're too close, you're not doing it right. There was nothing on it. Well, then it, I I heard too that like there is not even like a a tip section text right tip section. There's a tutorial uh, section. Yeah, but that just you just practice it. Like yeah. it doesn't tell you how to do it. It's just you practice it yeah. there. So like it still doesn't help you. You just like you're still just trial and error, just guessing gaming how to use this phone. And to get a little bit more deep into it, like LG tried this last year with the G7. That was weird. Which was <laughs> tryish. <laughs> Samsung tried it in 2013 with the Galaxy S4. And it worked actually. It actually worked fairly well because I had it on my phone. It actually worked like it was supposed to, but I just didn't use it. Was I didn't it, care. Was it the full like? Was it actually like hand features, or was that the eye mode both. Weird thing? It had both. both. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the S4 could actually read your eyes and tell when you were scrolling up and down, which actually worked. Mm-hmm. I just didn't use it. And it actually the hand gestures actually worked really well too. I just didn't use it. I didn't care about it. And that's why they stopped putting so much development into it is because nobody cared or even wanted to use it and so i you have to ask yourself why would google spend all this time all this money on research and arguably compromise the design of the pixel 4 for a feature that is half baked and half doesn't work because like the forehead is what this is what the Soli chip is they actually had a, a part of their presentation is they showed what the full Soli chip used to be and it was like this massive thing like the size of like a macbook screen and it was huge, and they it was really impressive. They were able to fit that into this tiny little chip that goes now into the forehead of a smartphone. But at what cost? Like, for what purpose, for what feature? If anything, it's making the phone objectively uglier, and it's not working half the time. Um, like I said, in <laughs> more on this review, we'll talk about how it actually does work and how it's actually pretty cool, but motion sense as air gestures does not work. It's it's trash. I'm, I'm not sold by it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see camera. That was another big miss, which is kind of weird because pixels are known for their camera. That's kind of what they're sold on. If you look at any commercials that they release, it's because of the camera. Um, so one of the big glaring misses is there is no 4k video footage at 60 frames per second, which is something Apple has been able to do since I think the iPhone seven, mm-hmm. I think it was their seven plus Se- it's seven plus it's when they yeah, adapted right. the dual camera setup was yeah. when they could start doing it. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought that was only on the front camera. I thought the back could 4K. Uh, on the Pixel? Yeah. The back can 4K, but it cannot 4K at uh, 60 frames a second. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It can do it at 30, which, okay, cool, fine, whatever. But it can't do it at 60 frames per second, which is gotcha. just a okay. really weird miss. Um, another big miss, there's no dual front-facing camera. There's just one wide... An- so, okay, on the Pixel 3 and all the I think the 2 as well... There were two cameras on the front. One was a standard and one was like a wide angle like for your group selfies. That is now gone. And there's only one lens, which is halfway between. I think it's 90 degrees. It's like halfway between the the, uh, the older lenses. So just a really weird omission, especially for having that big forehead. I know they have Project Soli and they have the radar chips to fit in there. But I don't know. For all that real estate, I would, I would hope it would be on there. And this kind of goes to my later conclusions, but... You know, with with pixels being sold primarily on their camera, having a because if a customer comes in, they're like, "Why would I pick a pixel?" Well, you pick it for its clean software. You pick you pick it for its really good camera system, and now it doesn't have some of those key video features like the the 4K at 60 frames a second, and the stabilization is not anywhere near what an iPhone 11 or 11 Pro can do. It's just a really weird recommendation for for people because it's like, "Oh, you're a camera buff, buy the pixel," but kind of not. I don't know. It's kind it's of weird really position. Yeah. See, I, I kind of want to like go on a little rant here. Go for I it. I feel like we. I feel throw, like I've been talking the whole time. Go for it. <laughs> I feel like we throw around the word flagship 
just kind of like it's nothing now. And for the people that don't know what flagship means, that's just kind of like what's standard or at least what's, what's you know. It's like the high end, like the here's our lineup, here's the best of our lineup. Right. And these major these major uh, companies are making these phones that, like what I've talked about in the past, are very similar. But now I feel like here comes the, the Pixel 4 and it's it's nothing similar. They I remember them saying like, oh, this is going to be the closest thing to the iPhone. Not really. Like I mean, it's the it's supposed to be the iPhone of Android, right? Exactly, unquote. and it's not. I mean, you compare the the camera, the okay, cool, it has motion sense, whatever. The battery life, nowhere comparable. Try. It. I mean, the the iPhone <laughs> for all, even the the lowest end iPhone has a wide angle lens. Like yep. this just comes, it comes standard, and you're paying a hundred dollars less for a uh-huh. phone that has those features minus the gestures and stuff like that. Yep. But I mean. What what even are they trying to do? Where's the flagship market for Google? You know, they're not putting out these phones that can do what everyone else can. Why? I don't understand where they feel like their market is going to be. Because why Why should you spend 800 bucks on that phone when you can spend 100 bucks less and have arguably more features that more that more people would care about? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It just makes no sense to me. I, I, I don't know if it's something where they thought this idea was so crazy and then Later down the line, they started seeing these other companies push out these cool features and the extra things, and like, oh wait, we're too deep. Are you speaking specifically about like solely, like or, the or chip? even like like having the um, the wide angle, for example? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like Samsung and iPhone have it now. Yep. <laughs> like they're it's, like, oh, we're too deep for this now. Yep. Too late to back out. It's I, ridiculous. It's just a a mind boggling strategy, and you have to wonder, are they? I personally think they should go for more of that mid-range market and go back to their Nexus roots because they've had four gen. Obviously, it's it's not on sale yet. We don't have sales figures, but they've had four generations to get the Pixel right. I feel like the the three was probably the closest to it, minus the gargantuan notch. God, the thing is ugly. <laughs> uh, but I think that was the closest that they had, and mm-hmm. some of the refinements on the Pixel Four and some of the omissions just really make you question if it can warrant a price point in today's market. Right. Maybe the 4A, 4A whatever it's going to be, is going to be their top seller, which I think it could be if they implement a lot of their cool you know, camera features into it. But it's just, I, I'm really confused by this phone. Uh, we haven't gotten to the good stuff yet, but like some of those omissions and the battery life especially just, it used to be one of those phones I can recommend to people, and I even recommended my sister buy the Pixel 3, which she has and she loves now because the camera primarily but it's one of those that I have to think twice about recommending to anybody because of some of these big misses. And see, one of the big things, like even just talking to customers or even like friends and family, when you ask someone what is the biggest reason or one of the biggest reasons they buy the phone, 99% of them will say battery or camera. Yep. This yep. phone, the battery sucks. It's yep. straight up dookie. Like yep. how can you have a phone at 2,800 milliamp? That's just n- that's not... That's not a eight hundred dollar price point no. phone. That nope. doesn't that doesn't justify. I don't get it. Zach, you've been kind of quiet over there. What's uh, we, <laughs> we've been kind of yeah. ranting on this a little bit. What you got? I'm. I mean, we haven't talked about the good stuff yet, granted, yeah. but like. I mean, where you at? Where you at with it? Do we want my whole spiel right now? Go for it. Just Let's go do for it. it. All right. It'd be a good break between the good and the bad. So, I before last I wouldn't say last night, but like a, a couple days ago. Um, I was 100% prepared to come into this recording of the podcast saying, I am paying the money to trade, <laughs> like, to trade my phone back to Verizon and get this Pixel. Um, I, I settled it. I canceled Apple Arcade. I deleted <laughs> oh. it. I found <laughs> the storage space that I needed and I was good to go. Oh. And then I read more and more. Sent got out the wedding invites, got all got, the family excited yeah. for it, put the Facebook in, got, event Got up. sadder and sadder, <laughs> uh, got all the RSVPs, and I had to say, sorry, the event's canceled. Sorry, um, we're sorry. Sticking stick with the Apple now. Ooh, um, Ooh there bold. it is, the That's bombshell bold. that we've been waiting not, for. Not only am I going to stick with it, I'm probably still going to pay up and get a new phone and go yeah. to the Pro Max. There you Run go. It. Um, there you go. Welcome to the club. Wait, you're already in the I club? I think the only... <laughs> The only weird thing that I'd say that like you guys have bashed on is I think I prefer a telephoto over a wide angle. Ooh, okay. I think I'm one of the people that do that. I'm gonna okay. ask you to leave. Um, <laughs> I just like when it comes down to it, like telephotos haven't necessarily been like great. Like we've alluded to in the past, it's 
until if it was almost like stepping closer. Yeah. But one big thing that people overlook is the telephoto helps a lot with a portrait mode because you're it's able to see your depth perception a little better. Um, and not only that, but every, like most pictures that I've taken too, like I've required some sort of zoom and mm-hmm. not so much a wide angle. So I, I mean, I know I'm probably like a rarity to this because a lot of people like they like the wide angles and all yeah. that. But to me, like. In the pictures that I ever take, I do like that telephoto. Um, it's just the telephoto is great in it too, but it's weird because like I was really looking forward to a portrait mode on there, mm-hmm. but the portrait mode zooms in for some reason. You're at like a one point eight, like yeah. You're on like, which which phone? Sorry, on the I was looking at the four XL. The four oh, okay, okay. the four was never in my mind because okay, I've okay. had the the ten bigger Max, size. Okay, so gotcha. I like the big phone. Yep. Uh, so the. Uh, the portrait mode was big for me, and it, it's like a 1.8 zoom standard. Yeah. It's like, why? Yeah. Uh, then not only that, but it's hit or miss if it actually does like a portrait effect. It It's never like a 100% thing, which really threw me off. Um, another thing I hated was the battery life. Battery life was garbage on it. Try it. Um, and then like one thing I was really hopeful for but didn't happen was I was hoping their XL would be bigger than 6.3 inches. Yep. Like... How are you going to have? I was hoping that XL would be closer to the iPhone too, because yeah. like yeah. I have a six point five with the ten S Max, and like I was hoping to get a similar. Bigger screen. Um, if yeah, and it just it didn't happen. I uh, was really excited about the ninety hertz display until I found out that it screwed over the battery, so that kind of went downhill. But it's still great. Mm-hmm. Um, the radar, I'm still intrigued about. Okay. It's, it's really bad, and I even hate it myself, but you've also alluded to Google. They have trained themselves to know how to use it. So if you can, like if you can actually train yourself to get like 100% accuracy, it could still be a great thing for you. Right. But it's do you actually want to put in that time? Do you want to put in the effort to learn it? I think and they have it, to. Exactly, and that's where I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't want to do it. Right. Um, and and to, to one of your points um, – with a 90 hertz screen, obviously you're re- you're refreshing the screen at 33% higher rates, which takes more battery, which takes more graphical processing power. And so, yeah, I jotted this down real quick because so the OnePlus 7 Pro has a 4,000 milliamp hour battery, and it's a it's a big display. It's a 6.67 inch display, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and it's using 90 hertz, and it's at 90 hertz most of the time when I'm using it. And I can comfortably get four and a half, five hours of screen on time with my pretty heavy usage. And so, like, even that requires a 4,000 milliamp hour battery. And so you're telling me you're going down, like, 30, 40, I don't know the numbers exactly, but, like, 30 to 40% smaller battery for a 90 hertz display. I just, I don't, even on paper, those numbers don't make sense. Like, we, we always talk about how specs don't matter, it's really the overall experience, but even on paper, 2,800 milliamp hours with a 90 hertz display makes ab- even a 60 hertz display it makes absolutely no joke. sense. It's a joke. I don't I don't know what they're thinking. And again, with a even with a new fresh battery, it does not last a day, which is what all of these reviewers have have found. I I just that's a big one that sticks out to me that makes me think twice. See, I'm looking at the the positives here. <laughs> and I just, I can't, I, I, I see this phone and I've watched these reviews from multiple people that are huge reviewers and it just, it doesn't stack up. Yeah. It, it's a joke. Yeah. Did this did, phone not worth it? Did you have more on that, Zach? I didn't mean to, I, I didn't mean to cut you off through that, but you're good. I mean, the only thing that I was also kind of like looking into the pros, looking into the bad, which I, I, I I'm, mm, I'm torn. Like <laughs> I want to say like. One of the big things we have is the Snapdragon 855. Yep. Which, great. But the Plus chip is out. Why would you not throw it in? Yeah, and and to um, be fair, the biggest differences <laughs> between the 55 and the 55 Plus is the Plus is more optimized for gaming. So it has like 10% more graphical power or something like that. So. Oh, so it sounds like it would help a little bit with like a 90 hertz display that you would throw right. in. Right. It would be excellent. Uh, and that's where I'm mad because like you you made the 90 hertz play you have the plus option like i'm not saying it's gonna it would have fixed the whole low battery no would help might have gave you an extra hour right maybe yeah and Um, and the big thing about that too is like the the release strategy is all wrong because if you're releasing near the end of october which we are almost two now 
If you're launching a phone with the 855, guess what? In three months, there's going to be phones with the 860, 865 that are coming out. And you're already going to be a generation behind three months into the year. That's yep. ridiculous. It, none of their strategy makes sense. I would love to hear the executives give me the the lowdown on why they did what they did. Yeah, but. also... Don't be the last one to launch a phone and make it the worst phone. Yes. Don't, yeah. don't oh do that. Oh my gosh, praise. Um, it, it but, is, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, the one thing that like that I was still like, I would do it for this, is Android 10, first one, Google everything. Because yep. Google owns Android, so you're gonna you're always going to get the latest, greatest software, and I've, I've never had Android, so I'm a little curious. Yeah, uh, yeah, little, <laughs> little ecosystem curious, little yeah. little OS curious, and so like that was like one thing that kept me there. But what wh- what the hell does that matter if your phone's only live for three hours a day, or yeah. you're like you're sitting at like a six plus, which nobody really kept those. Like I'm not trying to live off a charger. Yep. Um, and that's one big thing where the the Pro Max has me it has one of the greatest batteries yep. out there. It does. Um. <laughs> And then we've alluded to before, I'm not really big on Samsung UI, so I don't want to go the Note route. Jeez. <coughs> um, There's the second one. <laughs> I will say, um, this is kind of off topic here. Um, topical, off topic. Yes. Shocker, we're all like, we're, I would say like we're not like super heavy into our phones like all day long and stuff like that. But I mean, I definitely don't think this would fit our lifestyles. Yeah, battery life really. Is, at least. I mean, I wouldn't even seclude to us. Doesn't fit normal people, like even like we use our phones a lot for work alone. Right. But like, take take an average college student, like somebody who's like texting a lot, things like that. Yep. Um, it doesn't fit the normal everyday American to only have four hours of battery life. It just. I think the, it, I think there's a there's a stat out there that says. Excuse me, uh, a little bit of beverage. Uh, the average uh, screen on time, like the screen time that a person requires in the United States, is about five hours, is what I read. Which, you know okay, first of all, is insane to think about because that's about one fourth of your day is on your phone. That's crazy. I want to look at my time. screen time real quick. Um, yeah, ooh, that's good. Last week we talked about storage. This week we'll talk about screen on time. So pull it up. Five and a half. Five and a half hours. Yeah, exactly. So yours is. Yeah. And so on my phone, we're talking about battery a little bit. Um, on my OnePlus Seven Pro, I have used. I'm I'm down to forty five percent, and I unplugged it at about nine thirty this morning. And I had to go to school. I was using Bluetooth headphones and I was at work. So, I mean, this phone is last. I, I love the battery life on this thing, mostly because I don't have to think about it, which is really the goal. Like, I don't have to think about the battery life on my phone. I know it'll last me throughout the day. And yeah, that's that's just not the case on the Pixel. You're going to have to charge it up throughout the day. I'm at three and a half. But that's high for me. Screen on I'm time? usually at like two and a half. Screen I mean, well, yeah. See, if you ever get friends, it's going to go up more. Uh, there it is. <laughs> That's what that's what I was waiting for. I was like, <laughs> I thought it was gonna happen this episode. Evan doesn't get a uh, roasted, but here it is. Yep, there it is. Evan, um, we love you so much. Okay, man. Yeah. One, <laughs> sure. One uh-huh. thing. I, one thing I want to say that's leaning to. Yep. One plus make the eight pro available on all carriers. Yes, please God, I would. Oh, uh, I, I secretly, not secretly, I very publicly want to work for this company eventually. And like I'll criticize them when needed, but God, please make the OnePlus Eight available on all carriers. I will sell it like a madman. I don't care. It's it's such a good brand and such a good phone. You've sold me on it. I just yeah. you sold me on it. He yeah. did. I did, and then I didn't. I just not anymore. I don't know. I I have a hard time buying phones unlocked. Why? Why though? Why though? Because I'm not rolling in money like that. Well, okay. Uh, it's a big thing. I mean, it's Ooh, not it's not necessarily that, but I don't know. It's I don't want to spend all that money and then, like, end up hating it kind of thing. I think that's a bigger thing of it. Um, Do you want so, to play with mine? I mean, <laughs> that's what she said. You were, it's Falls be, deep. Guys, I'll show be, you mine if you show me off, yours. It's supposed to be off camera, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to if you... Dude, it, it, honestly, I used to have I the same... I thought I burned that bridge when I dropped it that one day, but... Nah, dude, it still loves you. <laughs> um, thank God for that case. Rhino Shield's a great product. Um, no, I used to have those same thoughts about it, but really what it comes down to is, first of all, you can finance it. I actually, um, for my OnePlus 6, I financed it through PayPal credit, I think. 
and it was over 12 months so it's not that different okay. it's, it's more per month than what you currently have probably because yeah. that's over 24 mm-hmm. um but what it's i it's also d- cheaper phone though because i'm paying 1200 dollars at the 256 that is true yeah so. this one the one i bought was 700 bucks um half the price almost. yeah it's about half the price and another thing too is like uh, whenever whenever i got that new phone the moment i got it i sold my old one and I got a lot of value back for it because that's another thing about OnePlus phones is they hold their value very highly uh, compared to most Android phones. It's kind of crazy. And so I was able to sell it for about 75, you know, 70% of what I bought it for originally, the OnePlus 6. So I recouped a lot of that money. Um, but yeah, buying unlocked phones, um, we, we had a segment planned for like the last three episodes that we didn't really get to. Um, but just to kind of summarize it up, unlocked phones are, you have to be a little bit careful about buying them because even if they are compatible with your carrier, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can put it on that carrier. Take Sprint, for example, or like US Cellular, because the Moto G7s that we sell in store, mm. even though they do support those bands, the company just straight up does not allow you to put it on there. They're just like, nope, can't do it. Also, one thing that I've had happen at least twice in these last couple of days, the iPhone 7 and the 7 Plus. If you get that series from a carrier store and not like a national retailer, uh-huh. you they are locked to that yeah, like specific one. So yep. like uh, a lot of the times that like uh, that we see these like one big thing for Apple was this is the first fully unlocked phone. Yep, and it was it was fully unlocked if you went to like a store that could do CDMA and GSM networks. But if you still use those, uh, then you were locked to that. I actually had this issue. I moved my girlfriend's family over. Um, and Shout out Tori. <laughs> yeah, shout out Tori. Number one or number two fan on Twitter, fighting it out with Troy. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll get the boxing out. Gloves out one day, so better watch your back, Troy. Uh, but no, it's it was one thing that I ran into, and I was having so many issues. I didn't know what was going on. I actually called Apple, and Apple was the one that told me, well, where did they get the phone? Yep. And it was from an AT&T store. And they're like, yes, it's locked to GSM. Yep. It is unlocked, but it can only go to other GSMs. And I had a person come in the other day do it, too. The other day. Um, yeah, the other day. <laughs> uh, but no, and it's it's one big thing that I've seen happen a lot more, too, with unlocked phones. Just because somebody says it's unlocked, like it doesn't mean it can go everywhere necessarily, either. More to that I, point. The uh, phones that we... Sorry, Evan, did you have something? No, you're good. You're good. I was, just, I was pretty much going to say the same thing you are. Okay. I know exactly. So the phones that we sell in best at our place of work... Um, I mean, people pretty much know by this point. Uh, disclaimer, though. Especially when they look up your name on Indeed or something like that. Right, it's whatever. Um, but yes, the phones that we sell at our insert place of business here, the phones we sell there are actually on what's called the Flex Seller Program which is kind of weird. So the phones we sell are unlocked for domestic carriers, meaning any carrier in the United States, they're technically unlocked for and can be activated on as long as they're supported. But on that program, like Zach said, those phones are locked to the first carrier SIM you put inside of it. So what that means is whenever you take that phone that you bought unlocked from our place of work and you try to put it onto, let's say you bought it originally to put on Cricket and then you move to Verizon, Guess what? You have to call up Cricket and unlock that phone. Um, it's not its not a big hassle. It's not a big process, but you have to do it. The, the two times I've had an issue with that is when somebody put that phone on Project Fi. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Both of you guys instantly lit up. <laughs> but mm. on, on pro, So Project Fi utilizes two main carriers. I think it's Sprint and T-Mobile. Yeah. And then it also utilizes U.S. Cellular in certain areas. But what that means is you have to unlock that phone from all three carriers when you try to use it across a different carrier. See, I did not know that. It's the only ridiculous. issues I ever had with unlocking it was off a of T-Mobile site. Yep. It would take four or five hours to even get somebody that would understand what you're talking about. Because, uh, like, I don't know about you. It sounds like you've been through this process, too. Yep. yep. Actually, yeah. Cause <laughs> yep. You, actually, you helped me through the first time I ever had it happen a little bit. Uh, but yeah, cause you'll, you'll call T-Mobile and then they'll be like, well, what's your T-Mobile phone number? It's like, I don't have one. It was Google <laughs> Fi. Like I didn't ever have a phone number. Like I can look up the IMEI. No, sir. You need a phone number. No, we've been, I've been through this. Like we, we have been through this before. Like, no. And yeah, you have to, you literally have to hang up and call back until you find somebody that's done this before. Yep. And it's one of the 
biggest hassles ever. It's a huge Google Fi, fix it somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Use Verizon, AT and T. That's how. And that is why a lot of times when people come in, and and if they say, "Hey, I'm looking for an unlocked iPhone," our first question has to be, "Do you plan on using it outside the United States?" Because yeah. if the answer is yes. Sorry, yeah. we cannot sell you a phone. Go kick rocks, as Zach would say. Yep. The only place, excuse me, the only place in the United States you can do that is through Apple.com. You can buy a phone through Apple.com, fully unlocked, for some reason. Oh, I mean, they can secure that profit. That's yeah. What need. So I don't know if you guys are aware. Surely you are. We finally got some internationally unlocked iPhones. Yeah. Oh, for which which series? Only the 11s. The 11s. That makes sense. And actually. 11 Pro Max. No. Yep. I haven't seen one. There's one sitting in the cage right now. He's lying. I'm not lying. He might not be Um, lying. I don't know. (laughs) He sounds pretty. He sounds pretty uh, confident. To be fair, I've worked like four days in two weeks. So that's true. He's probably right. That's cool though. I didn't know we uh, picked up some eleven. So are all elevens like that? No. No. Just is it certain skews like it was on the iPhone? Do you remember the extra barcode? Yep. That's what happens on this. Oh, that's what that is. Yep. Yep. We back. Sort of, but also there's not. A single internationally unlocked iPhone um, within 250 miles of our location. Snap. So I had that customer that we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, he was looking for one. I had one of our employees look look up like where the closest one was because we didn't have what he wanted. Yep. Nope. Nowhere close. Mm. So if you are looking for an international unlocked iPhone, don't expect to pick it up at a Best Buy. Come in and order it with us. Order we'll, or we'll taken care of. See, yeah. the problem is the the problem we had too is you can't just look up the phone. Right. Yeah. It's, There's it's no skew. hard to find. There's no like it's, skew in in our system. Oh, really? Yeah. There, you literally can't. There is, but it's annoying. It's um, it's like a. It's probably buried. Like, yes. Yeah. It's I'm not basically easily, at yeah. the end of the day. If it's not in stock, it's the same answer. Go to Apple. I yeah. mean, Apple's a lot less hassle too to go. Through. It is. I mean. Um, we will. We love to help people and like sell them phones and stuff. But at some point, it's just like, I don't know. It's easier for me and you for you just to leave. Right. See, at some point, uh, you just weird, you want as the bad as that sounds. Right. You want the customer experience to come first at some point, and like it's gonna be better through them for that yeah. specific scenario. Well, see, not also, only that, but we have the ability too. Where if we order your phone, like it it gets stuck in back order somewhere, and now like now you're mad at like it's happened a lot it with has every happened. phone yeah uh it gets stuck in some back orders and then they get a message saying it's coming in this day instead of this day then it never actually comes in it's like two months later and they get the phone it's yeah. issues it's just one of those things like 99 percent of the time it works fine yeah. it's that one percent when it goes wrong just yeah. <clears throat> it's a whole thing see one of the biggest things i have to like gripe about is the is the people that expect everything just to happen when they're ready <laughs> You yep. need to do some research on these kind of things. If you're, if you're expecting things that aren't like average, like an international unlock, I mean, what, 5% of people on a daily basis ask, maybe 1%? Yeah. Um, like, it, well, it depends on the day, regardless. It's like <laughs> you need to do some extra, some research to know like your options and at least somewhat plan in advance. I know sometimes it doesn't happen like that. Sometimes it needs to be instant in the case of your, your girl tonight. Um, right. But like you can't just expect everyone to have everything you want. Yeah, especially with uh, like more niche iPhone models, like five twelve iPhone models. Yes. Like, not many people ask for that. Like, less than ten percent of people ask for that. So don't expect a place to have it. I think that's not- like the worst best feeling I've ever had is like when people come into like our store and it's like I want a five twelve. It's like I'm not gonna have it. Yeah. Well, when are you gonna get it in? Honestly, I probably won't. Like, yeah, I, I tell people that all the time. Like, when are you gonna get one in? I'm probably not. Yeah, uh, it's just not something like not until people like, order it. Yeah, it's like people have to order it through us. Then once we get like a certain amount of orders, then it has to go through. And it's like, okay, okay there's demand for it. Uh, yeah, and it's like at that in the day, turn on go to Apple, and right. it's like it, it's bad because like we we want to draw in like. That revenue doesn't really necessarily help us, but helps the company, which helps us keep our jobs, things like that. And helps bonus. our customer service. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like one of those weird things that people come in, they demand this. Like, it it's not common. Like, right. people don't realize this is like a fifteen hundred dollar phone. Yeah. That's not yeah. people can't just eat that cost like it's <laughs> yeah cake. Like that's not how that works. Hundred <laughs> percent true. And uh, yeah, I get that question all the time. Like, when are you guys gonna get this very specific thing? in? it's like. 
Look, if if you actually want it, I can guarantee you a, a date if you order this thing. But if you don't order it, like don't expect to come in next Wednesday and browse around and happen to find it. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. It happens I mean, with every product category, I swear. Yeah. Everything that I've ever ordered to, I tell people, it should be here by this date, but look at your email. Yep. If you ever get anything, come in, see us. Like, Just because we tell you a date, it it should be there that date. If it was a perfect world, it will be there that date. And it's just not necessarily there all the time. Right. Um and that that's honestly i think that's one of the worst parts of our job is right. when like that one percent happens and it's, it it doesn't actually happen and then we have to sit around run run arounds and like basically like dig ourselves a grave yep and it's a terrible feeling yep i mean it all it also like if you position it it depends on how you talk about it too if you say like hey if i don't have it i can order it for you like we'll get it to you no problem free shipping on items above a certain price point like most people are okay with that. It's the ones that get pissed. Like, what do you mean you don't have it? Yeah. It's like, what? Let's take a step back. Hold up there, buddy. <laughs> Your time is up, pinhead. <laughs> Who you Go going to pinhead? <laughs> and with that, should we get onto the good side of the pixel? The good guy good guy Google? <sighs> We've yeah. got all over we the place. We stray, uh, but I think we should come back to it, man. Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> um. So... That's kind of a hard segue. Um, anyways, with the snap... Okay, let's think about the Pixel a little bit. Get that back into our minds. Um, with the Snapdragon 8... <laughs> there's a third one. Snapdragon 855 and clean, clean software, it really does make everything smooth as butter. I am a, actually a big fan. It does feel really fluid. The gestures feel like they've been tuned up quite nicely on Android 10. It actually does feel like a very fast, snappy phone. I was, I was pleasantly surprised by that. And, of course, the 90 hertz display helps on it. Um, please 90 hertz all the things it looks so good it's so much better than 60 once you go to 90 you cannot go back i promise um, again if you have not tried a high refresh display go to your local electronics retailer and try out the ipad pro try out the uh, pixel 4 if you got a chance it's uh it's really nice on it sorry i gotta burp a little bit um for more hardware wins here i've got the the fit and the finish um of the pixel is undeniably pixel it's got really nice colors. It's got Evans Coral or what they call hey. Oso Orange. It, it is really gorgeous in person. Um, it's got that nice utilitarian design, which I really appreciate. The sides are like aluminum. It's like a brushed aluminum. Uh, so it's not that really glossy, slippery stainless steel. I prefer nice. that stainless steel. Why? Why? What? Is, I, what? <clears throat> I like flashy. Who even are you? Uh, I do you mean, a, Do you have a case on your phone? Yeah, you don't like the, the black one? The what? glossy black? Yeah, no, I mean... That's flashy. I don't want... Like, the reason why... Because I do have a case on my phone, uh-huh. uh, but... <laughs> can't see the sides. Yeah, can't Anyways. see the sides. But <laughs> at the same time, like, if I had a fun color, I have a black phone. I don't care. Um, wow. If I had a... If I had a fun color, <laughs> I would have, like... I either wouldn't have a case or I'd have a clear case, basically. But I... I don't know. If it's... A matte finish, like I don't like they are the the frosted glass. I uh-huh. don't mind the glossy at that point. <sighs> I gotta uh, really disagree think, with you. Yeah. No, keep going. <laughs> I mean, I just I think it looks <laughs> time to bury you. <laughs> one, what was the big thing about the Pixel Three is that people liked besides the phone itself? It was the two tone finish. Yeah. You kind of get that two tone finish. And I think it looks kind of good on the sides. Whereas, like, I and I don't necessarily. Have, I guess now I'm thinking about more. It might necessarily be the stainless steel that I like a lot. It's mm-hmm. just that side of the pixel looks cheap, to my opinion. Okay. So I do get what you're saying. It's it's kind of like this. It's not toyish is really the wrong word, but it's like a it's like a it feels like it's not a physical product in a way. It feels like it's a press render. Yeah, when you see it in person. It's it's yeah, a like, really weird kind of way to describe it but yeah. that's the best way it's like if you hold stainless steel you're just like oh this this is a real phone like this is this is good it's got yeah. some heft uh yeah and yeah otherwise you have like can can i drop this and be okay <laughs> like you just like and i don't know it's just it's a weird feeling in have my you, hand too okay so you have felt the pixel 4 like you've messed with it yeah we have bit. one on display yeah yeah i see i i'm on the opposite side and it, it's all totally subjective that's all that design is but i really like how that matte aluminum feels i think it feels a little bit more secure and a little bit more like i'm not gonna drop this thing 
and the matte glass on the back of the phone is really fingerprint resistant and it does not pick up any fingerprints on the white and the orange side hardly at all which i really appreciate um so from a design standpoint i'm really suckered in it. i love huge fan of how the pixel 4 and 4xl look love yes it. the back 100 percent. yeah the the back the, the sides back. of it i think it looked i love how it looks if it was a better phone i would have Oso oh orange by friday oh oh yeah we have one in stock we got it today. We do have it in stock. It's gone, though. <laughs> it already got picked. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's cool, I'm, though. I'm going to open it up. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> one step ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> no, uh, but one, of, one of the things I actually really did like was the um, the real-time transcription. Yeah. Like, how you could talk super fast, and it got everything. <laughs> you can, your answer. <laughs> you can do that gibberish. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's thanks to, there's a new, uh, I think it's called the Pixel Neurocore, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it's it's like their their translation, their, uh, their voice translation. It's built into the phone, so you no longer have to wait for an internet connection. It just does it instantly. It's really fast, and it's very accurate. Um, there's some other things that uh, Neurocore does, but that's the most notable one. Uh, so yeah, that's another, another big win for them as well. Big thing that I like, the one... The biggest positive I have out of the Pixel 4 was Google Assistant. Google Assistant is amazing. Uh, it's it's a It's so fast. It's so responsive. It's great. Like you said, you get, you can talk to it as fast as you want. It's gonna have an answer for you. Yep. Uh, it's gonna learn your voice like Siri does over time that Bixby has failed to do for years. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then not only that, but on the design of the phone, it doesn't take half your screen like the old pixels do yep. it's a little tiny bar and it's that is the one thing they got right yeah um it's a lot cleaner now the two things they got right that and the 90 hertz display they Oof. got right they just didn't wow. go about getting it right it was a great idea to put in the phone they just didn't execute it right yep yep uh yep, the yep. two big things for me um so like we said before like about 50 minutes ago <laughs> um one of the big uh misses on it was project Soli which is the reason we have that gargantuan Tyra Banks forehead on it. Um, but it's also one of the one of the good things we have on the phone. Because um, what Motion Sense does, it, it's a radar chip, and so it creates kind of a bubble around the phone that can sense when you're near it or sense what you're doing around it. And so for face unlock, it's really cool because it will fire up the face unlock sensors when it detects that your hand is within that bubble, which is pretty generous around the phone. So you can pick it up off a table kind of move it up to your face and it's already ready to go. It's already firing. And so what that means is the face unlock is insanely quick, like almost too quick. In fact, we have an article here from CNET and they did kind of a side-by-side -side comparison. If you have an iPhone or if you've used an iPhone or even like looked at iPhone, um, you have to, once the phone reads your face and is unlocked, you still have to swipe up on it to get into the phone. On the Pixel, you have the option to not do that, or you can still set it to show you the lock screen because it's that fast. Like, it can just, I think it was in um, MKBHD's video, he said, even if you're just around the phone and kind of look at it wrong, it'll still read your face. Yeah, so you read that disclaimer, is... though? No. <laughs> the disclaimer, it, it, so the disclaimer that's in the phone you set this up states, number one, that this phone can unlock at random times, even if you don't look at the phone. What? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have. It doesn't have. Uh, oh, the eye sense. Yeah, it doesn't okay, have okay. eye sense in it. So if yes. it's like on the table and like you like pick it up to look at the time, you might not be able to look at the time. It might have already unlocked itself. Shit. Uh, number number <laughs> yeah, two tough. part Oof. of this disclaimer that they have is if somebody if you like if somebody looks from like even slightly like you, eh, they might be able like to unlock your phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, if your doppelganger finds your phone, or somebody with slightly the same features as you, they can probably get in your phone. Uh, I mean, that it's the same with iPhone too, because didn't we talk about there's an identical set of twins that come in that yes, can unlock but that's their still that, I guess and that's another thing too is like the identical twins and all that they're identical twins. Yeah, this is saying that it doesn't have to be a twin; it can be somebody that looks similar to you. So if they have like the same like nose and chin structure they might be able to get into your phone not only that there is no eye feature in this one right so like your, your eyes, eyes can, can be, be closed. completely closed 
and it's still gonna lock the phone. They so said like, like where essentially, like if someone killed you, they could <laughs> put the phone up to your face and get in it. Let's go to that one before we go to like <laughs> sleeping. Just Since saying. You've alluded to being a sleepwalker's phone. It would have been perfect for him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Life comes fast, phone. okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Look, but this is 2019. The iPhone can <laughs> Yeah, with the iPhone, like even though you can turn off like the attention feature, which means you have to look at the phone, your eyes still have to be open to unlock it. Right. So it's a little bit, a little bit more secure. Which, who? Huge disclaimer: Apple is <laughs> big on their security. Um, True. So that. That is the downside that we missed, I guess, about the face unlocked. Yeah, that's 100% but true. How fast it is, great. I'm on, I'm on board with how fast it is. Just make it a little bit more secure. That's true. Yeah. Google security, kind of. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Exactly. Um, so I think we can kind of wrap it up with our final thoughts on the phone. Um, I'll give my final thoughts, then Evan, then Zach, because he was the one that was thinking about purchasing it ultimately. Um, so kind of start with mine. Uh, really what I took away from the event and took away from the hands-on and all the videos I've seen is it's really a confusing phone. It's very confusing. The Pixel used to be the phone that I recommend for the camera and for the clean software build, um, but it's really crippled by that video quality and the stabilization is just not on par with the iPhone 11. So if you're just about taking sills, great phone. If you're about taking video and utilizing all that a camera could be, I don't know, it kind of makes me think twice, especially with the, um, the deletion, or excuse me, the omission of the wide angle camera um battery life is a huge factor like that's probably the one reason i would not buy it is for battery life like that's a huge part of the phone if if i can't use all of its features all day who cares uh third 90 hertz is great but again it's at the cost of battery life i love 90 hertz displays i love the oneplus 7 pro it's a big reason i love it but if it doesn't last who cares um, and this really upsets me because I was a huge fan of the Nexus lineup. I had the Nexus um, 5X. I had the Nexus 6P at one point. I loved that mid-range, high-range, like, little niche that Google carved out and was able to make really, you know, really, really great software on some pretty decent hardware. It was never the best, but it was never bad. The camera was good enough, but it wasn't the best. I mean, it, I feel like they've lost a lot of that DNA, and I feel like the Pixel 4 just has gone as far away from that as possible. So ultimately, I don't think I'll be picking up this phone. It's great for a lot of reasons, but ultimately, it's it's a thumbs down in my book. What you got, Evan? I would say, I mean, I'm, I'm going to kind of keep, keep it short and sweet here. Um, it's not worth it. Um, I just don't think I could justify spending that much money for the lack of features, or at least lack of uh, interesting features, I'd say. Yeah. Or at least flagship features, sorry. Um, I just I can't see myself spending $800 for a phone that doesn't have what I would assume nowadays to be like, quote unquote, basics, kind of the standard. You don't get expandable storage, cameras lacking, you know, the the thing that really has it going you know, is the um, the motion sense and then the, what the project, what is it, Soli? No, what's it called? Yep, yep, yeah, yep. yeah project Soli. I mean, that's essentially it. And it looks kind of cool, the back at least. <laughs> it's it's undeniably gorgeous on the back. For sure. It is. Battery life, big miss. Very bad play from Google. Big. Overall, I think this this uh, this phone was a flop. Yeah. Zach, what you got? So, my personal opinion, don't get it. <laughs> uh, hurts me to say it, don't get it. Uh, can this phone still be successful? Yes. Um, if you... And this is where it's kind of weird. If you, if you're looking for a great assistant, you have that. If you don't mind, maybe possibly living off a charger, uh, go for it. Um, if the camera, which is like where it hurts, in my opinion, if you don't, if you don't care that much about having like the greatest camera out there, and you're okay with a a great camera. It's not the greatest, but it's still great. It's still yeah. good at what it it's, does. It's, it's still a, a, yeah. a perfectly fine camera. Then this one can be for you. And then like a huge Android tech, you're going to have the best software. Um, so if you have that, it's get it. Uh, if not to me, it's, I was ready to jump. It <laughs> didn't do it. Uh, I can't do it personally. Overall, it's a bad phone in my opinion, but I'm hopeful. Yeah. Um, there, there was a lot of great attempts. Um, 
it, it, overall the features and all that that are there are awesome yeah uh it's just the execution of it was bad the nyar display great radar i love it um but it's just you have the backhanded side of the 90 hertz kills the battery you put it yep. too small of a battery in it uh the radar isn't as seamless as it needs to be which is also a it's a don't buy for that reason um but it makes me hopeful for maybe the pixel 5 next year or i mean maybe tone these features up for a 4a and make it a little cheaper yeah Uh, i mean if if i lose like wireless charging and like honestly if i have a frosted back finish but you like clean these features up Mm -hmm. maybe i might still move yeah Uh, but time will tell i guess so overall don't buy this phone now but i'm hopeful to see what they do come up with the future uh flop for now but great phone down the road i'd see or if even if they uh because of course it's a it's a pixel so there's going to be some solid deals on it and something we didn't mention before is this phone is now offered across all u.s carriers mm-hmm. you can get on at&t verizon sprint it's great I'm, I'm happy they finally did it and undeniably there's going to be some great promotions for it so you know if you can find this phone 300 400 off which i don't think is unreasonable to think especially with holidays coming up four hundred dollars off through a carrier so i mean yeah for one of the best cameras for still photography sure why not for one of the best experiences for clean android one of the best builds for android sure go ahead and get it but please please do not pre-order this phone or buy it at full retail price there's no reason to do it there's gonna be deals just wait for those deals yeah again not good phone for 800 bucks pretty solid phone for 500 yeah 100 percent. i would i would easily buy it for 500 yeah i would Thanks, everyone, for listening to the ninth episode of the Phone Buzz Podcast, the show brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast and give us a follow on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Have a good night. Bye. Peace. Ready.